Log Talk Radio. <laughs> Fighting Words News Network. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night of the week. 
and grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of police and fire services, the doctors and nurses, and everybody at the hospitals that keep us healthy, and those in the markets that have kept, us, kept it open. Tonight's program is dedicated to 13 wonderful young, young lives that were unfortunately lost uh, this week. Please, when you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please acknowledge them. Let them know that you know they're there. These are very tough times for everybody in uniform. They, and please, if you can, uh, keep the families of the 13 that were killed in Afghanistan in your heart and in your prayers this week. Well, Tony, um, tough week this week. I have to have to go down. And this is the uh, see the let me look at number here. 6312th time I've said Manny Pacquiao on this on the show here. Uh, but it was it was a sad night. Uh, I know you. I know it. that one hurts you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was feeling for you, but I really didn't understand it until after he went, you know, and the uh, the interviews afterwards where he mm-hmm. said his legs cramped up and and I mean I do believe that. I mean you could just tell he wasn't moving the same and right. I mean Ugas is no joke. I you know when I watched Ugas and, and Perella fight. Um, you know, that's when I, that was the first time I actually ever saw Ugas, and I knew he was—he's a—he's a bad dude, but he pretty much, like me, and he said he has one type of fighting stance and ability, uh, uh, the way he fights. And I think if they had to redo it over again, if Manny could get his feet and everything under control, that you'd be a lot happier with the outcome. Yeah, um, I think one of the problems, and and. Um... Zito brought this up at the middle of the week. It, uh, uh, remember, uh, Ugas was a, uh, a three-week uh, fill-in uh, because of uh, the, the retinal tear of his, his original opponent. And Manny had, really didn't have enough time to prepare uh, his camp um, for Ugas. But to yeah. be perfectly honest with you, I think it's time for uh, Manny. I mean, he's 42 years old. It's uh, it's time that he may want to uh, think about uh, retiring. And excuse me, he is a senator in in the Philippines, and he is uh, nominated to be the president of the Philippines. And it might be time for him to uh, just step back and take a look at everything now. When I saw him give his interview, it, I, I was about ready to choke up. I'm like, oh my god! All these years of watching Manny Pacquiao, and, you know, honestly, he's not my favorite boxer i know he you know he's your guy but even just seeing him the way he was talking and stuff was like oh man that hurts mm-hmm. yeah the uh the, the it just uh seemed that uh when he when he went after um keith thurman it was a different fighter I and mean, it just his timing was off um he didn't move uh the move around the ring like he used to do uh, and he was seen to be backing off an awful lot, so I, I figured right at that point that uh, we were going to have a pro- have not have a good night. I just thought he maybe was trying to set him up a little bit, you know, get the feel for it at the beginning, and maybe even trap yeah. him up. But it just didn't seem like his movement, the the way we've always watched Manny Pacquiao move around, it, it wasn't all there, and never really would have guessed that his legs had cramped up until he said something, but. Looking back now, I mean, it was pretty obvious something definitely was bothering him. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, um, 
I guess to move on from that, we got David Benvenutis uh, tonight against uh, Jose Ugas. Um, do you have any thoughts on that fight? Um, to be honest with you, that's David versus is that is that actually tonight or is that tomorrow night? That's tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. Yeah, that's right. I was losing track on what day we're at. They're yeah. both really good fighters. Um, with Benavenitas being like an 87% knockout ratio and uh, Jose's uh, like a 70%. Um, and one, let's see, he fought Plant, Caleb Plant. I think he lost his title to Plant. Um, it, I would say they're both very good, and I think it could go either way, but I'd be lean, leaning on the uh, Benavenitas side of things because he just seems like he's on a roll and he's, if he clocks you, it's going to be over. I mean, I don't think there's going to be getting up from, from that kind of stuff with him. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you made a good point there. He he does have a, have a, um, a loaded fist. Um, he has, uh, in his last couple outings, he's been uh, extremely dominant in the ring. And uh, I think he may be, uh, he may have another winner coming uh, tonight, tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah I, person I want Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It was a little delay. Okay. That's right. Yeah, I was just going to say, he definitely has a loaded fist. I mean, if you go back and watch his fights and and just, you know, observe his, his talent, his skill, uh, he, if he gets you, you're hurt. You're going to be hurt. You may, maybe not on the first one, but, you know, if, if he gets it, because it looked like from going back and watching with him, once he starts unloading on you and he gets into that zone, it, he mm-hmm. he's found his way in, and it, it's not going to go much further with him. He's going to knock you out. Right, right. Yeah, the the, the other guy that uh, is coming back, and it, it's amazing me to me, is Jesse Hart. Uh, Jesse Hart's going to fight uh, in Philadelphia, which is his hometown, um, uh, September seventeenth for a TBA. Um, our, our guest tonight is going to be um, um, Bernard Fernandez, who's followed uh, Jesse all his life. And Bernard is a um, uh, four-decade um, sports reporter and has traveled the globe for the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer and um, Daily News and, and uh, has a lot of good background in uh, in uh, fighters and their, their fights. And uh, I had talked to him earlier. He said, you know, I think what's happening is there's there's an extra belt that he hadn't gotten, and he's been going back in for his dad. Um, the arena that he's fighting in at the 2300 in, in South Philly is a place that used to be called the Blue Horizon, and it's it's a small mm-hmm. venue, uh, so he's not going to make any big big payday out of it. But uh, I, I think it's just going to get this uh, this extra belt uh, to prove to his father that he can have an extra one. I'm not sure. Well, I'll ask uh, I'll ask Bernard about that again when he comes on tonight. But, uh, yeah. Well, in that case, I hope he does get it. I think he's one of those boxers that uh, doesn't really get enough exposure because it's not. Uh, he's a big name, but not a big name, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. And he's fighting what uh, Mike Guy, right? Is that yes? Who's going to fight? Yeah, uh, that, that's another one. It's just kind of a, a 
for just another guy who really hasn't had a whole lot of exposure. I mean, you know, he's just not one of those talked about names that you, you hear about all the time. But uh, I would definitely lean in, in Hart's corner on this one, especially uh, if you're fighting for a family member like that. You can you take the Hart a little more seriously. And I, I think he'll, uh, he'll probably be able to pull it off. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the uh, um, WBC ordered uh, Sergey uh, Divinchenko uh, to fight uh, Jaime uh, Mangyuk? Mangyuk. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that one? I, I'm looking forward to that. I can tell you, I didn't know much about that and have heard that, but I definitely can't wait to see it. That ought to be a very good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, now here, you, you've been a boxing fan for many years. Um, what's, uh, I'm going to ask you a, a trivia question here and see if you got it. What boxer oh. <laughs> holds, holds the most successful title bouts? Um, what division? How about that? Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Mm-hmm. The most successful title bout. Uh, yeah, I... Oh, i got to go with George Foreman. Nope. No, nah, I'm nope. just going to throw George Foreman's name out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured no. you couldn't find it in Wikipedia while we're talking, so I'll give it to you. No, no, I'm not lucky enough to have the computer in front of me tonight with my girls. They've got everything hogged up tonight. Yeah, it was the Jersey Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, okay. And then how many did he get? He he took them all? Every one that he fought. Every time he's defended his title, which is 32 times, he won every one. Wow. Well, let me throw something at you here. You've got um, okay. Errol Spence should have fought Pacquiao. Right. And you see what Ugas did. And, again, Ugas is no joke. I mean, he's a good boxer. And I was actually working on before all this, even before he was signed, I was trying to, to get him on the show, still working on it. But this was before he had his big debut here in front of He was going to fight Manny. Um, if Errol Spence comes in now at this point and fights Ugas, who are you going to lean towards? Hmm. be honest with you, I think I'd probably go with Spence. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning that way, but I tell you what, I, you know, everyone had their stories as whether or not Spence was fabricating the eye injury or not because he didn't yeah. want to fight Manny, but I bet he was watching that fight kicking himself, if that's the case. Sure. Um, I'm sure he was taking himself down, you know, hey, it would have been a night with leg cramps. I probably would have killed him. But, mm-hmm. you know, and then Ugas walks away with it, you know, and yep. just crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to – I think Errol probably on a good night, but I think I think Ugas will give him a good fight. It won't be mm-hmm. a joke. Maybe it could go either way. Yeah. The um... – yeah. The, the other question fight I'm, I'm looking forward to is uh, Anthony Joshua against Alexander uh, Yuzik. That should be I, a uh, you, 
That should be a battle. Which way are you leaning on that one? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm leaning towards music. I think I am too, actually. I, You know, Anthony Joshua lost that fight to Ruiz, who was a basically mm-hmm. a nobody. And obviously his mind wasn't in the right place that night. If that mm-hmm. could happen in a fight like that, you know, it could happen any time. And then he does mm-hmm. not want any part of that when he fights Usyk because Usyk will clean the clock. And I think if Usyk can get up into the heavyweight, uh, the heavyweight, the poundage that he needs, and he's comfortable, because I believe he's coming from cruiserweight, if I'm not mistaken, um, coming up a, a little bit. But if he can get comfortable where he's at, I, I put my money on him. He'll take Joshua out. Um, I don't think he's going to lose his first fight, I swear, personally. But Joshua's definitely got to be scared for sure. You know, this is not going to be an easy fight for him by any means. With the um, I, nothing is is a, a, a an easy fight for Yusek. He he battles it. He takes him right to the center, and he battles very hard to uh, to get his wins and. Damn it, he doesn't get him. And his movement is so unorthodox, too. The way he just, the way he hits and moves is just like no other. And I think that is what's probably going to take it. I think Joshua's going to have a really hard time trying to keep up and figure him out. By the time he figures it out, it may be six rounds, and hopefully you still have him worn down and, and KO him, but. Like I said, if Andy Ruiz, and nothing against Andy Ruiz, he's a great fighter, but if he could take him out the way he did, it just shows you right there it can happen, and Usyk's not the guy to play with. No, no. Well, we're joined by our uh, our specialist, um, Mr. Z, uh, is here. And uh, Z, we're just talking about the Usyk fight. Excuse me, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Alexander Usyk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I missed it. Okay, well, it's not. It's coming up. But he's, uh, he's got... Uh, oh, shoot. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, I, I know he had Anthony Joshua up. Yeah, that's a Joshua fight coming up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Uh, also, we're talking about the Usyk-Joshua fight. You're right. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Um... <laughs> On paper, on paper, people are going to, I mean, it, they're going to think it might be a sort of whitewash on paper. Uh, to be honest, I am kind of leaning toward Usyk. Mm-hmm. And That's what we were just saying. The, and there are a few reasons why. And I'm sorry I missed the earlier part of the show because I might be agreeing with a lot of what's been said. Uh, but first thing is this: um, when you're talking about Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua is a tremendous fundamental heavyweight. Um, and when I say tremendous fundamental, I mean for his size. There, um, and I wish, oh my goodness, rest. And peace, Dr. Chris. I wish he was here to kind of talk to me about, like, kind of on this terms. But when you get smaller with heavyweights, it seems like the skill gets slightly better. 
Mm-hmm. Except for like Tyson Fury is a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who's six nine and kind of has the skill of a guy who may be around maybe six three, six four. And you think about you know a fluid mode. And in mm-hmm. boxing, fluidity means fluidity means a whole lot. I have never, I mean, I've, I've watched movies, I've watched The Terminator, and robots don't beat humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I hate to say it, Anthony Joshua is a bit robotic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I agree. Anthony Joshua, I mean, as good as he is, it seems like he tries to be a little too, like his his. his his fast thought process on fundamentals are his fast thought processes on fundamentals are a little not not as not as quick reflexes. He's not a fast twitcher guy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a fast twitcher guy, then what tends to happen is. I mean, the, the, the fast twitch guy says to catch you. Uh, hey, see, is I, was, a, I was telling him, too, that uh, by the time Anthony Joshua kind of figures out Usyk's unorthodox movement, the way he moves and hits, it might be too late for him as well. Well, 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 well yeah, and not only that, I don't know if he's going to figure it out. I mean, Joshua, Joshua is going to be seeking Usyk. Usyk has to worry about Joshua's power. One thing about Joshua's power is Joshua, as hard as he hits, he tends not to be a one-punch knockout guy. Now, you think about heavyweights. Deontay Wilder is a one-punch knockout guy. Yep. Anybody else really in the heavyweight division is not. If you think about even Andy Ruiz, he he got you know, as I mean in heavyweights they have the power to catch you with one shot, but now he's going up against other guys. He's a little smaller, but I watched him in that Derek Shore fight, and one thing Usyk did, he stunk it out. But against Derek Shore, a guy who's coming and. To Usyk has a rock chin. I'm going to say to Usyk, well, to everyone, he has a rock chin. You have to crack his chin. He's going to keep coming until you do something to Derek Chisora. Either that or until his lungs run out. Usyk yeah. stared him all fight long. I mean, lungs run out or not. And Usyk got caught with a few good shots during that fight that I saw him, he caught, and he kept he kept it going. Um. One thing about Joshua, he's not going to put the pressure that Yashura put on Usyk. Usyk has to worry about more exchanges than anything. If Usyk could keep exchanges on his terms, which Usyk is more or less, that's his game plan, I really see Joshua having a problem. Like, I really, like, like just, just in the terms of boxing and skill and reality, uh, Joshua is going to have arms out there that's not going to be doing anything. Joshua is not really a defensively apt guy. He will exchange with you, but he's not going to counter you. He's not looking to avoid this to land these. He, no, Joshua is, I mean, and one thing is this, Usyk 
is going to do what Usyk does all fight long plus some. Usyk's not going to run out of energy. Joshua, nope. more important than anything, yes. Around round five, if Usyk is live around round five, Joshua's going to start breathing heavy. He always does. Mm-hmm. Every fight, I've watched him. Joshua, I mean, he he paced himself in certain fights, but always seems to take a break around round five. Or always, Me. like, and if you push him around, you know, after round five, well, he, like, Klitschko is the only guy that I, Lose you. Usyk with one punch. I just don't think he's capable of catching Usyk with that one punch stinger to get Usyk totally out of there. Even if he gets the party rolling on Usyk, he buzzes Usyk, Usyk's legs, he gets a little discombobulated in the head. I don't think Joshua was capable of finishing. Just because Usyk is, I mean, just style-wise, I don't like Joshua. I really don't like Joshua in this fight. Am I back in now? Absolutely. Okay, I got cut off there for a second. Um, Now, I was also saying earlier, too, uh, right before you came on, that Joshua's proved at least once he didn't have his head right, you know, and in the game for the fight with Ruiz, I don't know if maybe he just thought it was going to be an easy one or what and got clipped, you know, and he can't play around like that. He's got to be a hundred percent mindset for this one and he's got to know it. And, you know, I, I would have to say he's got to be a little bit worried about this one too, especially, you know, undefeated and, and uh, just a badass coming in there and, He's got to have his A game on. And, and like you said, by fifth round, if it takes him five rounds to figure out Usyk's movements, I think it's going to be too late for him because he's going to be breathing heavy and it's just going to be any time Usyk's going to take him out. And the one the one thing I'm going to say about Joshua is he is a smart fighter and his advantage could be his weight. And if he's smart enough to go ahead and – Sacrifice some shots to cut the ring off and just lean on Usyk. Make it just as yeah. rough and big man dirty as he can. It's hard to do with Usyk because Usyk is a mover. He's a mover, effective mover. And But Johnson was a big guy who, I mean, he's the biggest. He's, he's a big guy who can make that happen. Um, I'm not sure if Joshua is, if he's physically... I can't even say physically. If he's mentally capable, then he can he can he can employ a really really rough style on Usyk. I'm just not sure yeah. Joshua is mentally capable as far as physical. Yeah. Um, Joshua is too technical. Sometimes you have the rough guys who's going to get in there and they're going to rumble. Joshua's not that guy. He's a little like he focuses on the technical, which is a good thing sometimes, but. I mean, that roboticism, I mean, it gets killed against the fluid guy. Yeah. Usyk's uh, coming in. He's got to put on a few pounds and be comfortable with it, too. That could pose a problem, but I don't think he's going to have a problem with it personally. But um, I, I like, think the light, 
I'm, I'm gonna put it in the Deontay Wilder terms with this: the lighter uh, those guys are, the better they do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. heavy guys, True. heavy guys, they hit hard. So if you gain, you can gain 20 pounds, and they still go ahead and knock you out. But yeah. if you don't gain those 20 pounds and you're moving away from those shots, it's different. Absolutely. That's the trainer talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, you know, he, he could clip him. I mean, it, he, he, Josh would got the power to do it, but I don't. I'm not seeing it that way. But I guess we'll be <laughs> waiting for fight night for that one. Yeah, let me ask you another. another yeah, I'm sorry. Let, let, me move to, yeah, let me move to another another fight. Let's see if, what, what your thoughts are. Uh, Tiafimo Lopez versus uh, George uh, uh, Cabosa and on uh, uh, October fifth uh, this week, uh, this month, next month. Yeah, well, Tiafimo. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is a stay busy fight for uh, Tiafimo. He need. Uh, um, mm-hmm. It's been a minute, and he hasn't been anywhere since he uh, beat Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. So right by right about now, he has a title or two to defend. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, really, I mean, it's, I predict it as a stay busy fight, but mm-hmm. you know how these stay busy fights go. And Terafimo, mm-hmm. one thing is this much: I always thought a brave, slick style could give Terafimo trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought the one, the, the the one, the bravest and one of the slickest styles would give him trouble, but apparently Lomachenko was too too. Gunshot. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody, I'm not even going to lie. If him and Devin Haney matched up, wait for wait. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, I can't outright pick Terafimo. I mean, mm-hmm. I like Terafimo. He's a straight ahead guy. Now. He's a straight ahead mm-hmm. guy. He's going to knock your block off. He's going to hit you to the head and body, but. Two things about mm-hmm. him. He, he's a, he tends to be a wide swinger, and he tends mm-hmm. to be wide open. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're young and aggressive, that's one thing. But when you run to experienced people who could kind of sink in and do things, mm-hmm. or somebody who can take that, I mean, they, I mean, think fights become different. You know, the higher the levels you get. So, I mean, mm-hmm. one style was Lomachenko. The next style could be a guy you know nothing about, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go different. Okay. All right. Well, earlier we were, we were talking about Jesse Hart. Did, did you know that Jesse Hart is fighting uh, next month at the uh, at the twenty three hundred? See. He might get, I've gotten cut off. I had a little problem a minute ago. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You said, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse Hart yes. fell out real quick. Yeah. Um, how's he doing? What was going on with him? I'm sorry. He He's coming back in to, to fight at 2300 next month. Okay. I, I talked um, to Bernard this morning, the, earlier in the week. He's supposed to be on tonight, but I've I'm having a problem getting to him, uh, but uh, he thought that Mr. Bernie Fernandez. You know, yeah, Bernard Fernandez. Yeah. 
the money. Okay. Yeah, Jesse Hart. I mean, I like. Let me tell you one thing about Jesse. Jesse is. He has. I always thought he. And, and no disrespect. I always thought he had. And maybe still has the capability to be one of the best fighters mm-hmm. that we've seen. Because I thought physically, and he had that Roy Jones talent. And even mm-hmm. in, in, in boxing acclimate, he had, you mm-hmm. know, just that Roy Jones talent. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it just didn't. I mean, Jesse, I've seen him in fights where Jesse looked good in. Mm-hmm. And I've seen fights in Jesse where Jesse... I was proud of him when 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 Jesse mm-hmm. fought Ramirez. I watched Jesse in that Ramirez fight, and Jesse, I mean, you know, he put he put he put pride in me. I also seen Jesse in that Joe yeah. Smith fight, and I just was like, Jesse, you can literally like just steer left or right instead of if Jesse would have calmed down and just mm-hmm. went any other direction, but back away, mm-hmm. he could have chopped Joe Smith up. Mm-hmm. I, I I watched that fight, and it, as I say, I love Jesse, but Jesse, he physically, it seems like he shows up. When he physically dominates. Hey, D, are you familiar with uh, D, are you familiar with who he's fighting? The guy, um... uh, what's his name? Mike Guy. Mike Guy? No, I'm not familiar with him. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to be honest, I, uh, I what way are they familiar with him either? Right, with, more, um, more familiar, what what way are they fighting at? It, yeah, I didn't say that. It just announced that they were gonna be on. I have a call in right, to uh to uh Pelt to make sure that you guys get up to uh, see that fight. Oh, okay. Oh, Russell, uh, he's re-promoting Jesse? Yeah, I Russell, know he, I know that he Russell dropped him in. Oh, okay. So, okay, well, then. Yeah, Jesse had gone over yeah, well, I guess he is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And I like Russell. Uh, Russell's here. I like Russell. Russell's my guy. I remember yeah. uh, Ty and I were sitting. Thank you very much for those passes. We were sitting right next to Russell when uh, a man my soul was fighting Jesse Hart. And, mm-hmm. well, not Jesse, uh, 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 fighting Stevie Cunningham. A man my soul, Please. Stevie Cunningham. And, and uh, Russell ended up sitting next to us for about maybe three or four rounds. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 you know, and that was like, apparently those were the rounds that Amir knocked Stevie down in. And he said, oh, man, Stevie's tough. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Steve Smoker, he doesn't stop anything. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, I couldn't really you know, disagree with anything. Like him as a promoter and, you know, just you right. tearing him up. And then, then I said something and then he was just like, yeah, that's why. Yeah, they they need to be matched up tough. This is a good matchup. And I'm like thinking to myself, yeah, there's a – I mean, just thinking to myself, Stephen Cunningham and me and my sort of, yeah, you expect 
Stevie yeah. to outbox him, but you expect Stevie to have to go through hell. If he can't make it through hell, he's not going to win. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, we saw it, so, yeah. I have to be in, yeah. yeah, tremendous show to you, Russell. Thank you much. The, the, uh, one of the guys you met at that fight is going to be with with us in a couple of weeks, uh, B-Hop. Oh, no, we met B- uh Yeah, we met B-Hop uh, at Jesse yeah. Hart, Deshaun uh, Johnson. Deshaun Johnson. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and Jesse, yeah, he, he yeah. he's been doing a lot of a lot of work over in uh, Japan, and uh, he's coming back in, in in two weeks. He was supposed mm-hmm. to be on with us for uh, Dr. Chris's uh, uh, memorial program, but uh, he had left that day for uh, for Japan, and he's coming back. He said he's coming back in the seventeenth, so I'll get get on him to be on uh, with us uh, uh, around the week of the twenty fourth. Mm. Yeah, he's still uh, still as crazy as ever, still as nice as ever. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it, it, I, Lance uh, uh, was saying that uh, uh, his father used to say that he wanted to just lay B up down and pour concrete in that uh, spacing. <laughs> oh, wow. And Lance said he, was, he swore he would do it. In his practice, <laughs> they keep up. Uh, uh, I guess uh, uh, Bernard brings his kids down to uh, to Lance uh, for their teeth. Okay. Butch, did we have a we chance had, to talk about Pacquiao? Uh, we started, and uh, we we're waiting for you to get on to to talk about that. On it, so yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, um, and I'm pretty sure I told you when I talked to you, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to not rule Pacquiao out. A lot of people mm-hmm. have said Pacquiao needs to retire, needs to do this and this and that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna rule Pacquiao out. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna say is this much: he had 11 days to fight one person, right. and when he has, you have 11 days to fight one person. Literally, this guy's a uh, one guy's a southpaw, and one guy mm-hmm. is an orthodox. Mm-hmm. You bet it. So Pacquiao's been in training camp dealing with a guy who has to fight southpaw. He hasn't right. exactly smart orthodox people. If, 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 I mean, Freddie Roach is a smart guy, so mm-hmm. he's fighting a southpaw. He's not going to have Pacquiao fight. 12 orthodox people. The majority of his spine is going to be against Southpaws. With that said, Pacquiao was fighting a guy who's probably, you know, who's bigger than Spence. And mm-hmm. who let it, when he let his hands go, Pacquiao could not get away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacquiao is lucky in that fight that Ugas did not let his hands go more. Ugas is notorious for not letting his hands go more. But if mm-hmm. Ugas let his hands go more and just step the action up slightly more, which I think has a lot to do with him trying to pace because his cardio might not be the best as big as he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If he had to step the Pacquiao like that and started letting loose, then mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I, I don't think Pacquiao would have lasted. Mm-hmm. But with that said, um, if they 
was Pacquiao trained for Ugas like he's training for Spence? I can't say Ugas would beat Pacquiao again. Mm-hmm. I can't say that just because after 11 days as competitive as that fight was, mm-hmm. I'm going to give Pacquiao the benefit of the doubt to where 11 days, he might be able to make up the difference to catch up to Ugas at, at points and moments. To to where Ugas can't just control or to where when Ugas wants to launch his offense, he can move slightly those inches or two away from him. Or when Pacquiao throws his offense together, it won't just be shoving punches up. It will be working up and down and moving off to the side like this. What I, what, what scared me about Pacquiao is Pacquiao was extremely straight. Everything Pacquiao did was extremely straight. When he attacked, he, like his punches didn't, he seen that he wasn't going to land certain punches, so he just committed to throwing punches. He looked mm-hmm. busy. And as a fighter, as, you know, as an amateur mm-hmm. fighter, that's pretty good. As mm-hmm. a professional fighter, that's extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like about that is he's doing that, and that is directly the lesson that he got knocked out with by Marquez. Mm-hmm. The, like his only smash knockout loss is by doing that. He sees mm-hmm. Lucas more in the in defensive position. But if Lucas won of those times while Pacquiao's launching his offense head up, punches are pushing from his shoulder, not coming, no fits are coming back to his face. Touching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's just going forward. It's all momentum's going forward. If Ugas would have decided to get off line and toss a hard right hook as he was mm-hmm. getting off the line, he, I mean, I just, right now, Pacquiao's getting older. I think he would do better getting a little wiser. Mm-hmm. And I think if he would see Ugas again, he, he, would, he would do that. Uh, if you saw mm-hmm. Spence, it would be a different sort of fight. So I can't call mm-hmm. what him and Spence would be right now. I just saw him mm-hmm. and Ugas. I think he would have a chance to beat Ugas. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what's going on with Spence, though. I think Spence needs to see Ugas. I would like to see that fight. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, Bernard was supposed to be on with us, as I said. And I'm having a problem getting a hold of him. But uh, he went to the... Uh, uh, AC Atlantic City Hall of Fame uh, this last week. Of course, he was inducted into the New Jersey uh, Boxing Hall of Fame this year, also. Um, but uh, he was told me that uh, the inductees this year were Roy Jones Jr., Reddick Bowe, Pernell Whitaker, uh, Al Cole, uh, Ernest Bing, uh, Tony Tornado, and Tito Trinidad. Uh, they wanted me to let everybody know that that was the that was the inductees, um, and uh, but what a what a, a gallery that is, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You mean Jake Paul wasn't part of that group? Uh, he's on the. Um, let me see. He's uh, oh, I'm sorry. He's, he's on, on the, the tail uh, end. He's on the extreme, yeah, he, extreme, extreme tail end. He's, he's on, on the, the tail, tail end. <laughs> 
Well, and I don't want to say because I don't cuss. I don't cuss, but he's on the donkey end. What do we call donkeys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's on that end. That's right. Yeah, That's right. The, 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 the whole of that end. I'm sorry. Okay, well, speak, speaking <laughs> on the whole of that end. Tyron Woodley, which is supposed to go tomorrow night. I, I want to ask you both this: Is this an exhibition joke, or are we going to see another dancer like we did with Floyd Mayweather, or because? What I'm watching on Instagram here with between these two that's going on is probably some of the best hype of, of getting a boxing show together I've seen in a long time because Woodley was very pissed off about Jake Paul talking about his mama and everything else. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it. You know, I get it. But is this a money thing or is this going to be a real fight? It's going to be a, you know what, to be honest, I think that this is, um, it's going to be where a real fight where both guys have intentions of winning. That's about the extent of the realness of the fight to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hype around it is is a joke. I'm going to be totally honest, just to me, it's a joke. You have a guy who's... If you want to fight Woodley on even terms, have at least elbows included. Mm-hmm. Have at least a little something extra outside of pure boxing included. Otherwise, mm-hmm. then, all you're doing is putting Serena Williams up against uh, who's the best woman golf player. We're doing that. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're putting we're putting we're putting the Energizer Bunny up against a rabbit that just came out of the hole. This is not mm-hmm. working. I mean, they're two different professions, literally. Wow. Jake Paul is say fight to rhyme with the in the MMA in the MMA match. And mm-hmm. it was going to happen. So why would I even? You know, I mean, this is really uneven. It's an uneven term. Tomorrow will be even. <laughs> Even holding hands, I watched him get knocked out by Nate Marquardt. Nate Marquardt wasn't mm-hmm. trying to grapple. He sat up there, mm-hmm. and me and Tom Willie up on the cage, and then we throwing hands. He he didn't. He wasn't successful against Nate Marquardt. What am I going to think he's going to be successful against a bigger guy who's been training boxing literally for four years? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I this, is, think this is stupid a, to make. All, if this is a real thing, fight, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. The only thing I'm, uh, um, the last thing I'm going to say is the only thing that, that Tamar Willie is the best athletic guy that Paul is saying. He's the best guy with mm-hmm. athleticism that, to be honest, any Paul to me is saying. The best boxer that any Paul was that saw was Fred Cassie. I've seen that fight, and Fred Cassie carried Paul. So if this is no joke in a real fight, and it's not just a money exhibition thing, they better have a stretcher and some smelling salts for Jake Paul because he's going down hard. Mm-hmm. Not with knuckles, not with pure knuckles. With pure knuckles, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say he's going to knock around. He's either going to knock around Willie out, or I mean, around Willie, he's going to lose. But around Willie's smaller. The whole thing is this: he's, sm- he's a smaller guy. Who's not even knuck? He his knuckles is his stand-up game is as a dap as Paul's. 
So, I mean, all he is, he's he's fought more guys, period. But he hasn't, he hasn't fought more guys in the art that Paul's doing. This, mm-hmm. is, this, is, this is ludicrous to me. Like, Paul, mm-hmm. he, to be honest, if I could, I'd call Paul out to my gym. Oh, behind Gary turns 50, let me get three months, and I, like, that'll be mm-hmm. easy. Both Paul brothers, I'm 190. That'd be mm-hmm. nice for me to be easy, but I'm not that guy. I call mm-hmm. the fight. But, I mean, it's crazy to me. It's ludicrous. You want to fight guys who don't buy. Mm-hmm. Get out of here with this. Yeah. What do you think about uh, uh, Chris Eubank and uh, uh, Sven Elbar uh, in October? Chris Eubank? Uh, I like him yeah. getting back busy. And I'm looking for mm-hmm. him to uh, he's, uh, compete for that 165 or 168-pound title. But um, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see about Chris mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, There's a lot of things going on with uh, COVID and everything, and we just have to yeah. see how this boxing world starts moving again. Yeah, there's yeah, another they- one coming out. Sorry, Tony. Now, I was going to say, is there, uh, did they make it official this week with Caleb Plant and uh, uh, Canelo? Is that a Canelo? No, they're getting, I know they were getting, they're getting real close. They're yeah. getting real close. Um, Caleb Plant needs to go ahead and do it. And I think he might outprice himself, though. I mean, it's looking mm-hmm. like he's almost trying to outprice himself. Now, i got to ask, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, if you don't mind giving me your opinions, I'm just curious what do each of you think on that fight. Right. I'm sorry. I said I'm just curious uh, each of your opinions on that fight, Caleb Flint and Canelo. Do you think uh, Caleb's got a chance of this? I'm not sure. Do you think? Do you think? What do you think, Butch? But I, I don't think. I, I, I don't think he has a, a chance in hell. Um, you don't think he can pull it <laughs> against Canelo? No. So I, I've said that. I said that about Manny Pacquiao. <clears throat> and look at I'm still eating crow from that from last week, but uh, uh, you know, I know I know my friend here is going to say he's going to have something good to say about. It, so go ahead, go ahead. To, he, uh, so the plan has more than a chance in hell. Uh, the only mm-hmm. thing is, if he can be a round stealer, if he can be the ultimate round stealer. <laughs> He can win. He has the tools too. Here's the problem. You're dealing. He's trying to deal. He's trying to bag rounds from a guy who's going to close the gap. Mm-hmm. Going to close like Canelo is going to close the gap. And not only that, Caleb Plant's not as good as Canelo. I hate to say it. People think mm-hmm. of boxing as terms when you say uh, this guy's a good boxer or he could box. They think in terms of moving your feet. Sugar Ray Ali. Mm-hmm. Joe Frazier mm-hmm. was one of the best boxers in history. And he mm-hmm. fought on the inside. So when people, I mean, even your Rocky Marciano was one of the greatest fighters, one of the greatest boxers. Boxers, not fighters, boxers in history. Why? Because he knew how to get to a boxer. Mm-hmm. When you know how to get to a boxer, a pure boxer, and you know how to get to him, that makes you a, 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 a great boxer to me, in my mm-hmm. estimation and in boxing estimation. 
you have mm-hmm. guys who have shorter stature and they're little and they go up against bigger guys and yeah, they're 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 sluggers, they're rumblers and no. They're boxers. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I watched Marciano say, I'm gonna lean this way, lean that way to get this shot on this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that means something. Sure. That, that, I mean, you have to be smart to get in that ring. You can't just be dumb and get your head knocked off mm-hmm. and be tough and, and come back and, and be at a high level. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It never worked mm-hmm. even back in the 20s. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. You had to be smart enough to avoid something and land something. So, mm-hmm. now, as far as Canelo's concerned, uh, Caleb Plant, he's going to get early rounds. Going to also, mm-hmm. I mean, when the gap closes, mm-hmm. um, he's going to lose round because he's going to mm-hmm. look like a runner. Uh, the best, the best case scenario is Canelo against Eslande Laura. If y'all remember mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that's the best yep. case scenario. The worst yep. case scenario mm-hmm. is the fight we just saw Canelo win. Canelo mm-hmm. against, uh, yeah, because. He can stop Caleb Plant. I don't see mm-hmm. Caleb Plant sitting there and doing anything to stop Canelo from doing mm-hmm. what Canelo wants to do. Mm-hmm. I'll throw another one at you here uh, from last week's Pacquiao fight. Uh, I believe it was the first or the second fight. Mark Magseo, the one that the Filipino that uh, Pacquiao brought in with him. Mm-hmm. Did you see that knockout? Yo, but no. but I'm gay. I'm gay. Go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Phone gay. Die. I'm not on charger right now. I'm on the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just uh, at the uh, end of our hour anyway. Yeah. Um, I was yeah, talking about Max Teo knock out. I think the tenth round with Julio Cesar and just. Oh, oh I, I seen that. Dead. Oh, yeah, he laid him out. It was a tough fight. It was turn. a good fight. Yeah, that was a great fight. He just clocked him and. I thought the kid mm-hmm. was dead there for a few minutes. He wasn't moving. It was just mm-hmm. a out. unbelievable yeah. knockout. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we're Listen, up against um, the, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love y'all. I got. I got to be out real quick. Yeah. Z, we're not going to be on next week. I have to go. Uh, I have to go up to New Jersey for the funeral. So uh, we'll be we'll be taking a week's vacation. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Z, take care of yourself. Okay, uh, well, we were, uh, that was a good hour. Uh, I wish we had got, been able to get uh, Bernard on the phone. I don't know what the story is, but uh, I'll get him for, uh, in two weeks. But uh, we'll, we'll be taking a week's, uh, uh, we weren't able, because of uh, COVID, we weren't able to uh, bury my sister-in-law uh, when we went up last uh, two weeks ago. So we're going up uh, next week to uh, have their funeral on Saturday and uh, um the uh, this program was dedicated uh, tonight to the 13 people that lost their lives in Afghanistan. But I also forgot to say that this this uh, program is dedicated to uh, Mrs. Sharon Friel Carroll, uh, who today, 56 years ago today, uh, had the uh, uh, loss of memory and uh, ended up uh, being my wife. So, uh, uh, which are um, very happy uh, returns. Uh, you can tell we met on a blind date. You can tell she's blind because she's still with me. But, uh, no, no. <laughs> Wonderful lady. Congratulations yeah. on that, Frank. Thanks. All right, Tony, you want to lead us out? 
yeah, great show. And once again, I miss the boys. Uh, I don't know where they're all at tonight, but they're out partying somewhere, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I'd like party too much split night. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd <laughs> like to put a shout out to uh, someone real quick here. Uh, it's a big fan sure. of, of your show. Uh, Ada Stutes been in Ohio and uh, her son Brandon. Congratulations on uh, Brandon's um, high school graduation and everything. He's doing college nice. graduation. Um, nice. Same as far as the, the men and women we lost this week. My condolences to their families. And I just that one hit at home real quick. Knowing my son's a Marine, and I think yep. one of his buddies was even over there. and uh, but um, hopefully uh, we'll get this under control quickly. And thanks to uh, men and women of law enforcement, firefighters, and for everything that they've done for us. And I'll let you uh, finish it up. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and women police and fire services. When you're out there and see somebody in uniform, please. Take a moment just to say thank you. Uh, wink at them. Whatever you want to do uh, is fine with us. Uh, but just just let them know that you know they're uh, these dedicated. These programs are dedicated to those uh, police officers who've lost their lives uh, lives in the line of duty. Um, at this point in time, uh, for this year, we are now at 168. Uh, officers, uh, deputies, uh, court personnel that have been there, have lost their lives in the line of duty. So please, when you have, uh, have a moment, to just uh, keep, give a good thought, uh, maybe a prayer for them. Uh, we had a, a few minutes ago, we had a power outage in the, now my board, so... We're just going to say good night. Uh, God bless, and thank thank everybody for listening. Tony, I'll yeah, talk to you thank, later on the week. Thank you, sir. And again, uh, congrats. Thank you. See you. All right. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.